Welcome to The New Ugly, the only podcast where you will get live, hot takes, hot, in real-time reviews of the current Nurine XII rounds. That's Nurine 12. We are on round five right now. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben. How's it going, Ben? Going great, Mike. How you doing today? Better now that you're here. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Mmm. So good when the Ben's around. That's right. I said the Ben. Third person. Yeah, I was getting so lonely listening to you on loop while I was editing our train wreck of last (laughs) episode. It was a little bit of a train wreck. I mean, not just that one middle bit where we argued for two hours Mm -hmm. and cut it to down to like a half hour. Yeah, we're not really angry people. We just like arguing. Well, I mean, we're a little angry. Just not that angry. Well, everybody needs to be angry sometimes. You know, it's just the way men are. Everyone's a little bit angry sometimes. Some men join karaoke. Some men record songs. (laughs) Some men... Some uh, men get together in a basement and record a podcast for four hours. Like, that's just what you do. Yeah, this is basically like Fight Club, but for us. And somehow more and less gay at the same time, I think. Man, speaking of editing, this is taking up more of my time than writing a song would. That's right. I believe that. I believe that. I know we spent, I think, three days going back and forth on last week's episode because we were like, what is this mess? Let's fix it. And I think the short version is that we never get, we can't re-record this. The whole hook is that I don't get a chance to listen to them ahead of time, so we're pretty much stuck with one go. And then you got to try and make it sound not offensive and good. <laughs> that That's really the hard part, finding the sweet spot between really funny and really offensive. And honestly, I think we all know that I'm a poor judge of that. (laughs) That is, yep, that's true. You know what we should do probably is we should probably, when we get too offensive, go on Twitter, find something more offensive, and I think it'll curve us back around. Yeah, distract people with, like, Rwandan genocide. Great. Good. I don't think that's on Twitter anymore, but if we can find it, yeah. Oh, right. I might need to get into my time machine and go back to my GeoCities page. Yes. Oh, GeoCities? I remember Angel Fire, I think, was my uh, domain of choice way back when. I was a tripod guy. Oh, I don't even think I knew about that one. Yeah. They were pretty good. So where were we? We are on round five. Last week was round four. A, uh, a Sense of the Absurd was the title. The challenge was uh, include a Mondegreen in your lyrics, which is a misheard lyric. That should have been absurd, and I feel like we weren't absurd enough. Yeah, yeah, you did say that for a good five or ten minutes just over (laughs) and over again. I would say it again. It was not absurd enough. What was that? It was not absurd enough. What wasn't absurd enough? Your dick. I mean, that song title challenge last week. So Amanda Green is a misheard lyric, and Berkeley Social Scene won. Yay! Woo! Berkeley! Oh, and Berkeley submitted this week. That's even better. Right, because you don't get immunity anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. These things you don't tell me. <laughs> oh, well, last round four was the last, the last immunity. immunity round. Okay. That's good to know. That, that seems fair. Yep. So, um, you don't get anything for winning anymore. Well, I mean, you win. I'm a Velveeta, honey. In case uh, you forgot that. Dreams, uh, Dreams of Cheese? Yeah. No, I, I listened to our episode this morning, and I think that was my favorite one like the next like hour i was just like dream of cheese <laughs> it was damn catchy good work berkeley so we have uh everybody submitting this time oh wait the people who are cut jerkatorium was cut that surprises me i'm surprised the muppet got cut you you ranked them toward the bottom i mean sure but i'm just surprised that the muppet got cut cave dwellers got cut remember that that is 
We saw that blog post. I'm kind of sad that he got cut because I think he loves us the most out of everybody else. So He's I, a good guy. I want him to stick around for as long as possible. Got to boost our numbers, yo. Can't go back from can't go back down to yeah. four. Got to stay at five listeners. Our, our advertisers might back out. And Nick Soma was also cut. We were a little harsh. I don't remember Nick Soma. Well, we were harsh on everybody last week. I mean, we week. were. That was hard. I mean, look at my rankings from last week. I'm like, dang, I like nobody. You know, the only consolation is that they get to hear me being a complete idiot. So I think it checks out, right? I suppose so. And the like, important thing is that I don't matter. So Basically, the new ugly is is a description of, of me talking. Yeah, but you're so old. You don't count anymore. No that hurts my feelings. Wait, wait. All right. So, round five. Elevator Men. Elevator Men is the title? That is the title. And the challenge is that the song must feature prominent repetition. Okay. That is going to be interesting. I feel like there's a lot of give and take we could do there. Some lyrics, maybe some instrumentals. But I I suppose it's supposed to be like an elevator music? Is that what we're trying to get to? No, that's a title. No, I know, but elevator music kind of feels repetitive usually for people. It's always kind of the same. Yeah, I probably had a hand in pairing it up. It just feels like we're trying to go that way, maybe. But, I, I mean, it, 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 don't do the obvious thing, and then you'll win. That's true. I'm just saying, this, this is one of the weirder pairings, I feel, of our challenge title mix we've had so far. Yeah, I, I don't think I was involved in picking the title or the challenge, but I was involved in a few pairings here or there. Mm-hmm. Eh. Like I said, my challenges were early on. I do remember that, because you were all like, I may or may not have done this challenge, wink, wink, hint, hint, I'm a douche. <laughs> that is exactly what I said. I know. I think that was the perfect impression. Everyone will agree. Did we have any other follow-ups? Oh, do we actually want to say anything about what we were arguing about? I don't think we were arguing about anything. I think... The only thing I'm going to say about us arguing is that A, it was dumb, and then B, I hadn't considered that everyone considers this a game, which I think means Mike wins, and I was wrong. So, here's my take on it. Just real quick summary. I think I was making an observation, and you were taking it from the opposite direction. And that's that's what happens to me a lot. Like, for example, in the last election season, I would say stuff like, that does not reflect well on Hillary. She is going to lose votes for that. Or, or people like it when Donald Trump says this thing. And I would get into these arguments where people would be like, whoa, that thing is so bad. Or, you you don't know what you're talking about. But I wasn't arguing that they were good or bad. I wasn't making a value judgment. I was making an observation about the race. I think I remember most of those conversations. And I think actually in those, I was not the one on the other side of the fence against you. It was always one of our wives that was against you. Just now now there's no one here to call you on your random crap, then it has to be me. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can't fault John Madden for making observations about football. Oh, this is a spicy football game, you know? One one of these teams is going to win because they're playing. I can only fault him for making boring observations, not just making observations. And maybe my observations are boring. Maybe they're wrong. I don't know. But I'm I'm not endorsing. Right. No, Madden is just notorious for making... Like, very obvious observations, which I think you do too, and then people just take it offensively because it's more... Politics is more opinionated than football is as well, in places. All I'm saying is, like, I was not endorsing a way of life or a value judgment or anything. I was just trying to really say, this is is the stuff that happens objectively. Absolutely. And maybe I wasn't objective about it, but I felt like I was making an an audible observation. That's all. That's fine. I thought it was just interesting and entertaining... 
to poke you. I mean, at, at first I thought I had to argue with you, and then I just kept poking you because it was entertaining, and then we ended up with a two-hour mess that we cut down to 30 minutes. So That was a four-and-a-half-hour mess? No, come on. We did The song reviews, I feel like, weren't that bad. They were not. They weren't Yeah, because the song can't loop forever, but you can. I'm just going to drink my beer. All right, let's take a listen to 73. Keep it beautiful. Keep it beautiful, folks. This feels like a weird, weird cross between sticks and Daft Punk. That's like where my head's at right now. I feel like a little bit of They Might Be Giants. I haven't heard that in forever. Or, or even, I can't uh, pick them out of nowhere. Or even King Missile. Like that synth. Feels a little King Missile. but I feel like it keeps me engaged. It has a lot of little things going on. It builds up and builds down a little bit, slightly. Yeah. And I really dig that synth line. I think that's what's doing And that kiss on the drums. Oh, my heart swoons. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think what he's, what he's doing is the elevator men is the prominent repetition part, but... It blends so well on the synth line that I keep thinking the synth is being also obviously rep- repetitive, but if I really listen to it, I, don't, I feel like I'm not, it's not obviously repetitive, which is really interesting to me. I'm really intrigued by that. Mike does a incredibly obvious eye roll at best. <laughs> this reminds me of the uh, Like an Ant song about ants. Oh, is, that's another song fighter. Okay, good. I didn't so know I can't, I can't make song fighter. Kind of reminds me of uh, Safety in Numbers by Fluffy. Just look like it has a marching beat. It doesn't. So if I had the docket points, I'd say like the Elevator Men doesn't really connect with me. Like elevators do not move that quickly, and um, and it feels more like marching, like uh, on the ground than going up and down. Well, I mean, Willy Wonka elevators went side to side, so... No, I, I don't live in uh, Willy Wonka world like a Jerkatorium. Oh, elevator ding. Nice little touch. That is a very nice touch by 73 Keep It Beautiful. Yeah, I, I mean, the only thing I really dock it for is the fact that it does not bring in elevators to my mind, aside from the end there. It could be time-lapse elevators. I would buy that maybe if you had a time-lapse video of... 
people going up and down. I don't know. I like it. Like I know I, I said at the beginning. I think it's supposed to be going towards an elevator thing, but it doesn't have to be. And I, I feel like we're not going to the elevator thing here, and I'm I'm happy with it. And I, I mean, I also the the weird thing is my gut instinct is like, oh, this is like really repetitive. But of course, it's really repetitive. That's the point. So I feel like half my wheelhouse has been taken away from me in my judging. But I mean, overall, it was fun. It was enjoyable. I would put it on. It felt elevator music-y in that I could put it in the background mm-hmm. probably for a good half hour and not need to like change it. Not in a bad way. Just it was enjoyable. Yeah, I really liked it despite its repetition. It kept me engaged. And I think unlike a couple of other songs by 73 this year, he, he really made the formula work here. It feels like he's done a lot of very repetitious songs this year, which I kind of feel is uncharacteristic. Maybe he's got his own challenge going in his brain For example, one year I wanted to add fake claps into every song, and that's what I did. Anyway, I have a theory about the name 73 Keep It Beautiful. Okay, random tangent. Uh, You know, like a a kibibite? Okay, so kilobyte started out as 1024 um, 1024 bytes. Computer science, two to some power. Yeah, that whole thing. Right, and a megabyte is 1024 kilobytes. However, then, you know, the crazy pedantic scientists came in, and they were like, oh, well, a kilo is only a thousand, and the only reason you chose 1024 is because it's a power of two for computers. Two to the ten, right? I think I'm not crazy there. So then they came up with a new name called kibibyte, which means 1024 bytes. Except people still use both, so it's kind of a wash. Right. However, I guess what I'm saying is when I typed out 73 Keep It Beautiful, it reminded me of a very small yet eloquently sized file. Which is probably completely inaccurate, but I like theorizing. Or just totally random and just happened, but... Yeah. Okay, cool. Balance Lost. This is not an anime theme song. Immediately cut him. Immediately. I think we said that like three weeks ago and I'm still on it. this was intentional but it almost sounds like he was having a bunch of instruments play like they were trying to tune up before they play a song oh that's a good point but i i also feel like it wasn't maybe it maybe just it feels like it was by accident that he was trying to do that and therefore it wasn't executed really well like it was still it still felt intentional i'm gonna assume that it was intentional but it felt intentional towards the song not intentional towards um trying to like make the warm-up feel into a song feel if that makes sense that might not make sense Maybe. I did notice Sitting that they were kind of out of beat. Waiting for a chance, sunset gather in a deadly dance. A nomadic tribe, distant traveler, looking for a home. Hunter Something about the compression kind of bugs me here. Hunter gather up, 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 hunter gather up. Okay, the transition. Yeah, the, the beats are not lining up quite. Yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. It's a really cool groove, but it's not like grooving just right. about Balance Lost that might be really controversial and or just plain dickish is I feel like his voice 
sounds the same every time. Like he puts some modulation on his voice when he sings, and it's always in this. It always is that exact same sort of voice timbre, whatever you want to call it. It sounds the same, and I feel like for some songs it works really well, but others like this one, I don't think it works as well. I think I can agree with that. Like I feel like this should be. This feels like his voice is still doing that weird sort of sort of wide resonance thing, but I feel like you should tighten it up, up a lot more, maybe bring his pitch up a bit, not, even, even to like modulate his voice to go higher rather than feel more round, I guess. I feel like it would serve this song a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's very low-key vocals. I just feel like, I feel like he plays around a lot with his instrumental bits, and they're always interesting, but he never plays around with his voice, and it needs I to match I feel like the song just hit the groove right here, and that's, that's a bad sign when you're this many minutes in. I don't know, I feel like he's trying to build... I feel like we're still in the same group we've been this whole time. We're just adding more instruments into the mix. Right, but I meant, I meant like, it finally gelled. Around the three-minute mark is where I was like, yeah. Oh, see, I feel like we're now, I feel the opposite. I feel like we want too many instruments into it, and now it's just kind of a lot. So maybe the build just doesn't work for either of us. Maybe he brought us some from Glenny. <laughs> he bought a few instruments over the week and just like said, I'm playing all these now. I think we both generally agree, though, that there's something a little off about this song. There's a couple bits. It's not... There's just a couple things that we could change, and I think they're mostly small things that we could tighten it up and make it a lot better. Yeah, I think it mostly suffers from not being tight enough, and perhaps some of the mixing levels, and and just like the little details all kind of add up, lack of sort of dynamic changes. The build-ups were very nice, but then there weren't a whole lot of build-downs or changes in pace or anything like that. It was just a constant beat, which our first song did as well. Yeah, I mean, we are in repetition lane, so I think we kind of have to shoot for some of that. And I don't, it wasn't a xylophone, but it felt xylophone-y-esque throughout the whole thing. Wind chime or, I don't know, Something. glockenspiel. I mean, we were doing, we were doing a lot of repetition box. bits. And, of course, you, you can build up with repetition and make the same thing happen. I don't know, it just felt a little... Yeah, I, th- I think it was mostly audio fidelity, like polish. Basically, Probably. which I hate saying now, but we've been doing this long enough, and you've been saying it long enough that I, I think I finally come around. Yeah, I mean, I hate, I hate bashing on the, on the polish thing because I do feel like it, it's an awful thing to say, but well, it's just hard to find time to do it. So I will say this: when you add a lot of tracks, especially to instruments you aren't familiar with, you will have a, a rougher time mixing and mastering it than you would have otherwise. Or if you make a song in a different genre than you're used to, it makes it a lot more difficult to get that stuff just the, the way you would otherwise have it. Sure. But, I mean, this this format should be a little more forgiving than, say, the normal song fight, which I assume you have a lot more time than a week to put things together. Because I oh, appreciate that we try things and man, do things. And No, this is, this is like playing Diablo on hardcore, and song fight is like playing Diablo on, uh, you know, regular. Oh, okay. Well, shoot. For a nerd analogy. I gotcha. I'm there. I play with some Diablo. I remember what I was going to say at the beginning. First world problem. My recording computer broke, so I had to use my gaming computer instead. I don't know. That was funnier in my head. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Berkeley social scene.
problem with repetition songs. Now I'm going to start singing little bits here and there. Because they're easy to catch on to. That's the beer. That's it. Then I just generally do that all the time because I'm annoying. You said it, not me. It's just the truth. That's kind of cool. Nobody did the, the left-right headphone thing. Yeah, the ping-pong and guitars. That's the technical term. Thank you. Use that forever now. We lost all our repetition here at this part? Unless you get the drum beat, maybe? It just said it had the feature prominent repetition. That's fair. It's just the first song I feel like where we don't have the repetitive part the entire way through. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just not listening close enough to the other two, but this is the first one that's clearly obvious we are in a bridge. A bridge to nowhere. A bridge to Terabithia? Or to the sick beat. Hey! Here's the repetitive part again, okay. I feel like this week's gonna be really hard to judge, because I feel like all these songs are. Like, I feel like I have nothing majorly critical to pick on this week, or at least so far. Knock on wood for the rest of them, but. Yeah, it was very hard to judge this week. Gotta learn my perceptions. outro there. That was good. That's quick. Wrapped it up with a nice little bow. Under three minutes. Very pretty little little song. Love me something under three minutes. I, I feel like I don't have a lot to say to the, about the song, though. Like, I don't think it broke any ground, but I think it had a lot going for it. I think so, too. I dug it. It's not bad. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm finding it troubling to find something to say about it. And normally I say that's a whatever thing, but we're in round five with eight people now. So maybe there should always be something to say about it, but it has to be good. I don't yeah, Let's move on. You, I got nothing. Yeah. I got, you're, you're, I got Jack. You're used to karaoke. You don't have any sort of criticisms. Glenn Case. Tell me that I was going to break more into like a heavy rap beat but we could still get there so i'm waiting for a rap song to happen guster never rapped I'd say we started no, but that, that clearly could have been a rap intro that's eight mile bro true. Some have an advantage from the start. well it feels eight mile in the lyrics explore different paths and different floors except the empty spot which used to have so hard there's ups and downs in the cities and the towns. The skyscrapers are eerily the same. A path that's fraught with 
beautiful I mean, I, singing. It, it's great singing, but I'm a little disappointed he's not rapping because I feel like this should be a rap song. Like the the thick, slow bass and the now the trumpet. There, finally, we're out of a rap song feel. like the repeating synth didn't really work completely, but I, I got used to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. It's well put together, I think. I like the, the violin cello bits that we have going. It's a bit of a cheesy patch, but, uh, but I like it. See, I think if he had gone with a rap song and not with what he's doing now, I think it wouldn't sound cheesy. It would just sound badass. So I'm a little sad, but... I just love how he's putting everything into his lyrics. His words are beautiful. Like, uh, you have to like Jerkatorium. I mean, yeah, Animal. Animal! <laughs> that's how I met. Every time we said Jerkatorium was a Muppet, that's how I always kind of assumed he, he was, was Animal. If I ever meet him in person, he will strangle me to death. Probably. Yeah. So here's a song, here's a bit. We're in this, not a bridge part, but I kind of assumed, hoped that we would get to a bridge. Like we did last little, like Berkeley did a bridge and I noticed it and I wasn't entirely sure of it, but now I feel like we have to have a bridge in this song because we're doing such very prominent violin, cello, repetition and because we're not doing rap I think I think your fixation on rap should go take a hike <laughs> I'm allowed to have whatever emotional response I want I, I think this song should be rap I think this song should, okay I get it I get it I'm I fine. get it I'll stop I trying to be on repeat <laughs> I'm just messing with you I do think Method that synth me. would I do th- I do think that synth would belong in rap um, the repetition of that line I did point that out in the form because it felt like at the end he's kind of like ah you want repetition suckers yeah, here th- you go this end feels that end felt really really long and drawn out for no real reason and what he did is he he made the song symmetrical uh... so it's like going up of going up an elevator and going down an elevator now I don't know if that gives him a pass but I can see why that would be appealing as a songwriter okay yeah that I yeah. But otherwise, I thought those were beautiful vocals. I was very impressed how he did not do his normal thing, but he didn't do something completely different. He sort of took the challenge and the title, and he made something just really incredible out of what he normally does. A little bit out of his wheelhouse, but not quite. It's a good spot to be in. I think we wrapped up any conversation about it. I think we're ready to move on to Marison, I think, actually. Marison! The sky is clear 
love this like island laid back Corona drinking on a beach feel. I feel like a I'm a fifties housewife. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like a game show fifties type of thing. I have pretty much the complete opposite feel for this song. I can see what you're thinking, I think. I love these drums. I love their, uh, their xylophone. I wonder if Actually. Sam played them. The xylophone or the drums? Drums. I don't know. Maybe. Let's say yes. I mean, they're damn good. This song, like every song they ever do, is really tight. It's really well, well done. I like these bars. My favorite part. I don't know if I hear the repetition part though. Like nothing has struck me as being repetitive. You can look at me like that. That's fine. I just like my emotional response is this feels all different. Probably means they either A did it really well or B didn't do it at all. Oh, uh, this is awesome. This is like yeah. 80s trippy. This is really cool. Um, the drums have been re- repetitive. The verses have been repetitive. Melody. Oh, so here's my problem with the challenge: is like music is repetition. Here go. Every song is repetitive. Yeah, I think that's maybe that's what I'm going for. I'm not saying like like sure the drums are the same and the verses are the same, but they're always the same in like everything ever. But I do feel like it's more repetitive than it needs to be. Which I think it's really I think great. Actually, fulfills the challenge. Yeah, that would. But I feel like it's fantastic. So I guess it's good. Let's get to the challenge. That's that's great. I'm not disappointed. Okay, here's the secret. Why you can't tell it's repetitive? It's in uh, ten eighths or five fourths, as Sam would say. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think it's twelve. Did I count twelve there? I don't think. Ah, Frank, maybe it is. Oh, God. Dude. It's really hard to find a beat when it's in. I had a piano teacher that would make eights. me count all the time, so I can tell you a beat. I mean, I. Where, I wherever I am in any anything all the time. I conducted for years. I feel like I can also do the same. And I feel like <sighs> I'd not. Well, you just conducted your argument down the drain there. Apparently. I, I don't know. It felt like. <laughs> Maybe it's in both? I wasn't paying that much attention, but I no, feel like I, ta- I was counting. I talked to Sam. <laughs> I feel like I was counting in, in just eight there, and not ten. Now I just screwed it up. Yeah, it's, I, I, we did listen to it again, and we're but, not going so, to. So, so here's the thing. The reason you didn't think it was repetitive or, like, passe is because it wasn't in a normal time signature. And I think that was kind of the saving grace. In my opinion, that was the saving grace because I felt like the song was, while put together very well, 
very well produced and it had some catchy bits. I felt like it was a little vanilla. I mean, not vanilla in 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 the sense of part of the pack vanilla, but I could imagine having heard a song like that before with almost the, the exact same stuff going on. But the fact that it wasn't quite a square 4-4 four, four song changed it and made it very different, especially with those drums. I really liked the drums and the bass, I think, was another saving grace in that it, it was just a really cool bass line. I feel like you're 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 digging a lot into the technical bits of it, but for me, maybe it's because I've had kind of a crap day today. But like, it just felt like a hey, let's go hang out on a beach and drink some drink some beers and have a fire and just like chill out like that. It, it like exemplified yeah, that like, like feel good, sure, have a good relaxing time. I thought time of thing. vacuum cleaner commercials. <laughs> what? How? Fifties housewife shit. I assumed you at least would think kitchen commercials and not vacuum cleaners, but okay, sure, sure, I guess. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Like, I love Lucy stuff. Oh, okay. I was trying to see if you would fall into, like, making a sexist joke trap there. I don't need to fall into those. I know, but it was right there, man. It was right there. The vocal melody didn't do a whole lot for me. I felt like it was another one of those where it kind of left me hanging a little bit. Really? I thought it was one of the better ones. It t- it takes It takes a lot of attention to get into. And I think maybe I just have a short attention span. I, I don't think it took... I feel like the whole thing was... Required like almost zero, like attention to enjoy it and be into it, and we're even paying attention to it. I think I enjoyed it more because I paid attention to it. I think we're on opposite. Like I thought this was one of their most enjoyable entries I've heard, and they have a lot of good entries, but this was really enjoyable for me. Like I really oh. like this song. Well, and I thought it like hit. It like checked all the boxes for me. That's one of the hilarious things about this contest is you find people marking some songs uh, at the top and some at the bottom, and it's the same group of songs. No, their uh, their their song where they did the the electro rock is where I was at. That's where they had me. The uh, the sort of fifties uh, elevator, eh, not quite my thing. I enjoy it, but not not quite my thing. Like everything came together really well, and her voice complemented the instrumentals, which complemented her voice back. And like it just felt so right that I was like, "Yep, hundred percent, wouldn't change a thing." It didn't really tick the any emotion in me. And we are in total opposite now, of this on the song today. So I on the on the forum, Sam posted that the lyrics were about the Eiffel Tower and the guys who ride up the elevator. Okay. If if I had known it was about the Eiffel Tower, I might have ranked it lower. <laughs> it, it, okay, French, the Eiffel Tower, elevator music, and 50s themes. Those things all together, like, kind of just don't jive for me. I mean, I, I guess if I, like, really thought about it, I could put a French influence on their whole thing, but I'm just not... I'm, like, still on the beach in Hawaii from the song, so... And I, I, I'll I, be honest, I don't think I really paid attention to lyrics because I was too busy I just, like... <sighs> I, I don't thing. feel like it's beach music. I feel like it's the music that plays inside the casino on the beach. That's close enough for me. I'm still having a good time. And let's take Probably. a listen to Micah. All right. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That third phrase, I'm not sure I liked how the drums built up, which is weird. I love the first two. I'm not sure I like the third. Too fast? I'm not sure. Kind of sounds like round one, doesn't it? You're asking me to think back like five weeks, but kind of, I guess. 
this is another song that I feel like the vocal style. So Micah also I feel like does pretty much the same vocal style every time. Every time we, we talked about it last week. It's always kind of the same vocal style, and it's very recognizable. Um, That's how a lot of famous bands are. Though. Right, but in this case, so like Marison, the last song we just heard from Marison, I feel like everything came together really well, and it comp- like the instrumentals complement the vocal style. And I feel like this it, this is the exact opposite. Like I feel like his vocals are almost a zero match for the musical style he's going for, and I actually favor the musical style over the vocal style right now, which is really throwing me, but. I feel like it's a little too derivative of what he did in round one with the forward and background, forward and backward oh, yeah. phrase that you didn't that really didn't like. And maybe that's just his style. The, like he, he picks a scale to go up and down on his songs. I really enjoy. Like my favorite song from him was the rapping. I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. It's not really my type of music. This singing style, I think, complements this this whole bridge. Everything is much more complimentary to each other than the rest of the song is. Yes, and I told him, don't sing in your lower register. This is his normal register. This is his home register. Singing sounds better. Like, those low notes just kind of hit me wrong. I mean, I, I get it. I want to sing that low, too, but I can't sing low with crap, so. It feels like a Rocky montage type of song. But, like, if you're playing Rocky on the NES. Yeah, that, that's like it's just like some, like, 80s feel where everything's, like, pixelated or, yeah. And, there, and there's a guy playing the accordion all pixelated. A Weird Al pixelated version. I like the breakdown here. I do too. I think you're right. I think he should not sing that lower register because I liked his other register better. It just sounds cleaner and at least this song complements the instrumental style a lot better when he, he brings that up. I also think that the musical scales don't do him a lot of justice. He just can't nail them. When you do climbing scales like that, you have to nail it really, really straight on. And even though he did a lot better nailing it in this song than in that other song, I feel like he just didn't, it just didn't work. I mean, scales are never complimentary to a singer's, like, no singer can do scale. Like, even the few that can do scales well are opera singers that are classically trained and do that all the time because scales are only good in classical music because that's where they were, like, quote-unquote interesting. So anyone who does scales now, it, you're sort of, like, saying, hey, this could already be a disaster when you, like, even start it, no matter how good you are. I have no idea what you just said. Short version is scales are for classical music. Don't do scales if you're not doing classical music, vocally at least. Okay, so I think my brain tunes out scales when you are singing. If you're doing a scale, throw in some zigzags, you know? Like going straight up for a few notes, just like my brain starts going eee. I mean, because that's warm-ups, right? Like every yeah. time you have to warm-up, you do scales, and the is like on autopilot. Do, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Right. Scales, at best, you do a scale in a quick run. With a lot of like emotion and like you know pizzazz and on it that is extremely hard to do and I can't do it so yeah I I, I guess okay I will chalk it up to my bias against scales because I do think if he did some zigzags with even with the lower register I probably would have been more on board with it it just doesn't jive with my honey soul well said 
Honey Soul. All right. Next up, we've got S-Cub, who was immune last round because he won the round before. He didn't submit a song last round, so we've been missing him long time. Long, long time. So don't suck. Right? That's what we're going for? Man, I, I I'm need, a douche to S-Cub. <clears throat> I need to get my camera out for this one. Oh, really? Build up expectations again. <gasps> oh, God damn it, Eskab, I miss you. Oh. Is that him doing the low notes, too? Yep. Alright, so I think he's he's playing to me. Clearly. God, this is so good. <laughs> yeah! Aw, oh, damn. I've been waiting all week to watch you hear this song. His vocal percussion's a little too loud. That's the worst thing I can say right now. like Ben's getting a blowjob under the table. <laughs> it feels like it. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, man. I will say now that we're in the guitar instrumental bits, it's still really good, but I'm like sort of over the whole, wow, this is like blowing my mind right now. So I'm coming down off it. So I, I will say I hope he ends soon because I think if you keep going, I'm just gonna I'm gonna actually start making criticisms. And I don't want to do that. Oh, I love this. Every day this week, I wanted to send you this, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh man, shit. weird though i don't think i like that outro that i think had the song gone on any longer you wouldn't have i wouldn't like that either i just that outro sticks me a little weird i'm not sure i don't know by the time the outro came i mean it's true I'm i was not... like i was spent you know <laughs> i'm not gonna change my ranking of of this song man oh that was some 
really good acapella intro. Like, damn, son. All right. Oh, shit. Yes. I had the same reaction as you. I'm going to be a dick now. <laughs> okay, good, because I need someone to be a dick about the song, so I stopped fanboying. Fanboying? Fanboying. So the beat was swung, which I love. Mm-hmm. I could definitely tell that the falsetto in my left ear was off a bit. Wow, you are being like nitpicky dick about this. And I expect more from you, S Cub. <laughs> I I could tell where the where the beats did not jive. You cannot hide that from me. I may not be able to write a song half as catchy as this, but you cannot hide that from me. And if you're using your mouth, there's no excuse. You should be able to sing this on the beat. So I'm going to assume you accidentally hit a key on your keyboard. Maybe you were messing up between 16th triplet notes and a swung beat. Maybe maybe you were going between the two and you got confused. I've done that before. I've been there. I know how that goes. But I'm going to take off point zero 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 one points. <laughs> how very mean of you. Slash generous. Ah. Oh. I will say now I'm actually super upset and sad that Wendy didn't do a song because I feel like Wendy also likes to do the acapella bit a lot. And I would love to hear them do an acapella like song title challenge side by side because I think they'd both be really good and very different. Like Wendy, I don't think does that that style acapella, but I still love Wendy's acapella. Anyway, sorry. Rain of tangent. Yeah, I, I'm just letting you take a few moments to Thank breathe you. while I need, I need while it. you get over that. Dick, you should have uh, definitely put Strange Love before S-Cub. Well, this is why I didn't change up the alphabetical order this week. Because I knew it, had I played S-Cub second, you would have been like, I'm out. I'm oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm done. That's true. I would have been. But you should have definitely switched to the bottom two, and I wouldn't even notice they were out of, out of alphabetical order. Yeah, I really like that song. Can you send that to me? <laughs> it's on the website, neurine.songlander.com. You, you can download all the MP3s from there, or you can listen. I'm working on the website. It's going to be a lot better um, in the near future. Maybe for next year. Who knows? Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know. I mean, we might eventually know. but No, we'll never know. Okay. But yeah, I, I really like that song. I'm a little bit of a sucker for a swung beat and blues. I feel like every week he, like, is, you know, no matter what the title and challenge is, he's like, you know what, I'm going balls to the walls, and I'm going to commit to whatever I'm doing. And, like, really, really is like, this is my shit, and here it is. Worship me. And it totally comes across as, like, yep, totally worshipable. Some contestants might be a little dismayed or upset by that. They might be. But I, I feel like he's he's always really... I don't know, and I'm not even trying to tell, like, not as production quality, but just, like, I'm going to embrace everything I possibly can about what I'm doing. No fear whatsoever. And I feel like a lot of, and, and that's hard to do, so I'm also sort of inclined to say that he probably spends a lot more time than most people do. Like, it almost feels like he's, like, willing to mm -hmm. say, you know what, I know I only have a week, but I'm going to put, like, 12 hours a day into this thing for a while. And that's, I mean, maybe he does. I made this comment, somebody else made this comment on the forum, and they were like, wow, I remember you using a lot more instruments and layers in previous years. Like I said a couple episodes back, I think uh, I, I, I think that he has paced himself and he has used his songwriting and technical skills in a very efficient way so that he is not tiring himself out. So any more work you do on that song, 
would be like the 20%. You know, he did the 80% and he nailed it. Why go the extra 20%? He can do that later if he wants to pack it up and ship it out to his uh, recording company that doesn't exist and get the royalties that don't exist because people don't pay him for music. I think he did a great job and he probably spent a lot less time on it than I would or possibly a lot of other people would. That'd be true. I could see that point being... Because he just seems ho- he seems honed in to what he needs to do. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm, I'm trying to describe here, is that he's just, like, super focused on the minimum. Like, I, I, think, I think there is a, there's a tendency to say, okay, I wrote a song, and then what else can I add to it? What can I do to make this song not suck? But if you make a song that is good at its core... You know, I've, I've said this way too many times. We've been over this You're a being lot. like me now. Except I'm the meteor that's like once a year, and you're the meteor that's like once every month. That's called the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome. But you know what I mean. I do. I do. He, he, it's almost like he's approaching songwriting differently than what I think most, including you and I, would probably do, which is we would say, here's my idea. Here's my basics. Now let's you know fancy it up. And he says, here's my idea. What's the bare minimum I need? And let me take away everything else possible. Yeah. That makes sense. And I definitely got better at it last year, but I still put in way too much time doing the things that didn't necessarily matter. Mm-hmm. Although we have also harped on what I feel like is a lot of the 20% work of like, here's your mastering bits. Well, I don't want to get back into the mastering bits piece. I don't either. I'm just trying. But I, my The reason I bring that up is I think S-Cub somehow tends to blow me out of the water in some way. And I think it's both he only focuses on the 80% work, but he's also... I he's almost... cognizant of how the 20% can drag you down. Yeah. That is the important part. Like, it's okay to skip over stuff as long as you know how it's going to affect the end product. And some, and sometimes working on that 20% hurts, like I said before. just does. But, again, when it's down to two songs... It might end up being the one that is the best produced wins. But then if you equal out the production, they might, you know, be a different story. Let's now stop sucking S-Cub's dick <laughs> and move on to Strange Love. I just, I I knew you would go, <sighs> so, it was so brave. The acapella intro was so, he's like, nailed it. And that melts my heart every time, no matter who does it. If... If I ever need to get you fired, I just need to mail in the video of of you listening to that. (laughs) Fired from what? And they're going to be like, what a pervert. So you just need to like mute it or something? Strange love. Is it a like beach relaxing song? Slide open our doors, you come inside. 
For some reason, I feel like he like just dove underwater, and there should be like a scuba mask and some bubbles and a shark. Still on the beach. When I hear him say "slide open doors," I just know what he's talking about. Caravan Ray. That was a cool slowdown. Still short enough that I'm not like upset about that yet. And this is very, there it is, very prominent repetition of the phrase. Of the phrase elevator man? <laughs> yeah, the, the whole phrase. The you whole, don't say. The whole line. He's just elevator like, man. Speed it up. <laughs> I wonder if he sang it that fast. I hope so. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say he did because otherwise I'm gonna take points off. So I'm gonna say he did it that fast. Australians can talk fast. I talk slow, you as do. we all know. You do. I'm always surprised no one says Ben. You talk too fast. Slow down. For this podcast. I'm a turtle. Derp, derp, I don't derp. know. I don't know either. I mean, it's a cute song. It's kitschy. I dock it points because it's kitschy. I'm not a kitschy really? person. Huh. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like something that was that something that would be played at like a wedding dance, and that kind of makes me annoyed. That kind of makes me want to beat people up. Like you know, it reminds me of the one of those songs that a bunch of old people would get down to at a wedding. Like uh, what's that song? The Chips Ahoy song or whatever. Um. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Crap. Um. You make me want to shout. Okay, that's a great song. You shut your mouth. Yeah, but it, it's a it's the same song to me. They are the same song to me, and I, <laughs> I, I, I uh, I'm gonna say that's really high praise then for this song. It's it's because high damning praise. It's high damning praise because I the last like you make me want to shout makes me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> Yes. Well, okay. Yes. I mean, it techni- technically there were a lot of good things going on. Technically, it is sketchy. Technically, yes, I had it stuck in my head. Technically, I don't like myself for having it stuck in my head. All valid points. I think I'm gonna be singing it on the way home, or at least thinking about it a lot. The speed up part, I think, is a really catchy part, which is I don't know, not normal. Different? It was very technically well done. I like the slowdown. I like the drum. The slowdown was cool. The, yeah, the, the slowdown was cool. The drum parts were cool. It's just the fact that he says elevator man like a million times. It just doesn't it doesn't We're trying to repeat ourselves. It's gonna happen. It doesn't it doesn't rub my my chest hairs. Definitely gonna say nipples, but okay. No, only Berkeley social scene. So that was round five. Elevator men, prominent repetition. There is Wait, are we doing uh, inflatable? There is one Ani Rumney song. Ani Romney. I'm gonna Ani just Romney? call. It, I'm just gonna call Omni Romney. It's the ninth Romney son. What? Because there's it's Ani Romney. It sounds like you're saying Romney. Oni Rum. No, you're, you're working too hard. Oni Rum. Oni Rum. Ani Romney, and that sounds like Romney, like Mitt. <sighs> I was making a clear joke. It makes you play it back later. It'll make sense. No, it won't. Yes, it will. 
I will cut it anyway. Cause why? Why you? Okay, you yeah. always just bring up Republicans out of nowhere. I don't mean you because you think it's funny. I don't this time. It just well, okay. I thought that was funny, but for a different reason entirely. You're you're uh, you hang around your wife too much. <laughs> hey, I said a political thing. Everybody laugh. Please clap. <laughs> so you want to listen? You want to listen to inflatable vegetables? Yeah, let's, let's do inflatable veggies. This part, the bass and the piano. The I think we could do without the doubling here. I think we could do without doubling all throughout, but we are talking about repetition, so... No, 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 doubling his voice. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think that we could use the doubling like the second verse. No, it's just because of the cadence of his voice. I think, uh, I, wish I, I think was it... your friend like the elevator man. I stand in the lobby of the building Because he's singing door. in a monotone. My powered he, finally, he's changing the melody, floor. but at the I beginning, he, uh, he did a monotone and thing. Then, and I think a monotone thing comes through a little bit clearer man. as uh, man, a single get track. Down, get down. Okay, elevator that's your point. Man, rise up, rise up. Elevator man, get down, get down. That snare needs a little reverb on it. Like the elevator do it, man. Do it, do it, do it. In fact, add a little reverb on everything. <laughs> okay, no, maybe not everything. No, no, no. no. Uh, I like that too much. So, to so I think the voices had, they were too, they were, I, okay. A, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. B, I think that it's on a really good path, but I think the the FX are inverted in that I think the vocals should have been a little less wet, a little less doubled, but make the instruments a little more wet. Like adding a uh, longer reverb on the piano would have changed the entire feeling of the song, and I think that it it could have been really chilling. Yeah, I think those effects. I see what you're going for. So here's I'm gonna approach this from a slightly different perspective, but get to the same point. I think this, like I said earlier, this felt like a, a weird like Bond theme song, but like an old timey Bond theme song. And I think with your changes, it'd be more of a more of a modern one. I don't know if it's ever, if it would necessarily be better. It'd be different. Um, and I think I agree with your your doubling point. I think in general, I agree with regardless. Yeah, I mean, okay. So here's here's the thing with doubled vocals. Sometimes you want them to be center panned. And sometimes you want them to be stereo panned. 
and you sort of pick a degree in which you want them panned. For me, personally, I find that when I want to emphasize the vocals a little bit more, I make them center panned in that you you double the vocals, but they aren't like stereo, and you make sure that one is just a lot stronger than the other. So the other is like a fake reverb, in a sense, a fake delay. And I think uh, the chorus, like having them wide panned, which they were, was, was good. Um, and then the, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I just think it's a, it's all a matter of like engineering and production at this point. Like I, I hear the promise of this song and I really like it, especially that snare. You start adding more and more reverb as the song goes on. Holy crap. That, that could be pretty cool. You know, just like a instead of a and maybe that he maybe he even would have pursued that direction i mean we're we're in a weird challenge where you have to repeat yourself a lot so it's it's either easy to justify doing the same thing over again or it's hard to not justify doing the same thing over again i don't know which reason he's going for confused, um, but well i mean it it's so it's so subjective who knows what repetition is like music is repetitive. I feel like you have a repetitive beat in every song. Oh no, there's repetition. I feel like there's only been what one song I think we've said that they like sort of squeaked by on the repetition bit, and everyone else has been like clearly repeating themselves. So I feel like there's a lot of effort in our repetition here. Which uh, so therefore I don't want to like say oh you know change up your thing as you go through. I think adding effects does not count toward repetition. Really. I think it wouldn't, and at least for the snare bit. I like think if I would... you if you were if you are repeating the same uh, like the same lyrics or the same melody or the same instruments or the whatever, if you're changing the effects, like I think that still counts as repetition. I, I think to a certain point, but if you keep adding reverb to that snare, I think we eventually would have a different snare line. And yeah, it, it be... might just reverb into the next dimension. It might just reverb into a kick drum. It'll be reverbing up into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and pulling out Dormammu and Thanos and whatnot. I don't know. That's dumb. Cut that. Anyway. I don't know those references. That's fine. They were, they were stupid dumb. I don't know why I went there. Like, stupid dumb. Dumbest thing I've said all night. So you heard all the songs now. I did. You're going to send me to my Guantanamo Bay? I, I think I should send you somewhere closer so that you don't get lost. <laughs> Maybe I'll send you to uh, Ohio. Oh, Fuck you. I'd rather go to Gitmo. Go to Ohio. I'd rather go to Gitmo. Go to your Ohio booth <sighs> and come back with some ranking. We'll pee on your stuff later. I am the Neuron Master and I demand you to go to your Ohio booth and come back with rankings. If we have anyone in Ohio, know that I say this with love, but I hate you. Anyway, go to your judging booth. This is the new ugly. This, this is the new ugly. So close your eyes and bow your head. I need a little sympathy. Cause fear is strong and love's for everyone who isn't me. So kill yourself and kill your health. Yeah.
close enough. Yeah. I shit I call, so. I called it in at the end. This is the new ugly. This this is the new ugly. Alright, alright, I can see Ben in the distance. He's he's coming across the Mississippi. He's coming back from Ohio. I can see he's pretty winded. He's pretty winded from all that judging and a little bit of rowing, a little bit of kayaking. He's getting up on shore. Oh, oh man, don't, don't, don't take a breather. Come on, get, get back to your, get back to your job. Get back. We need you to judge. Come on, Ben. Oh, oh, uh, 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 uh. get, get in here already. I can't wait forever. Come on, Ben. Get in. Get in. I don't row. Maybe you should have started rowing sooner. Uh, why did you give me a kayak to go to Ohio Gitmo? That <laughs> was a terrible idea. You needed uh, to judge. I don't think the problem was Ohio. I think the problem was Escub. You know what the real problem is? It's actually Ohio. Ohio loses this round because Ohio is the worst. There the you have it, folks. Worst. We just cut Ohio. That's right. <laughs> from the U.S. God, I would love we, to do We that. just cut Ohio from the continental U.S. So, so when you when you were in Ohio, when you were in Ohio or Iowa or whatever, they have the same letters. When you were in Ohio, what did you think about? You definitely mean Idaho, but okay, keep going. When you were eating potatoes in Ohio, what what were you thinking about as you were slurping on that juicy potato and listening to Casco? <laughs> like the Irishman you are, you were slurping on those potatoes left and right. And listening to S-Cub, drooling, perhaps jacking it in one hand with a potato in the other. Okay, so what what did you arrive at, Ben? What did you learn from your spirit journey? Ohio was uh, just like it sounds. It was, oh, hi. Oh, get it? So, so, get it? So the only entertainment you had was Nurine music. That's right. Nurine XII. Go to nurine.songlander.com to download all the songs. And listen. I did that. That was my only saving grace because the rest of Ohio was terrible. So I listened and listened and listened. And, I mean, I judged before I listened because that's the, our whole hook. But I listened and listened and listened. And now I have rankings. And all I'm, right. We're going to do a little different because there's only eight left. We're just going to do all – we can top to bottom. bottom. We'll go bottom to top. Oh, whoa. I know. You're going to rank them all? I'll rank them all. I'll be like a real judge who still doesn't count. But I'll be like a real judge. Well, so we're, we, I ranked all eight of them because we're just down to eight. So we'll just make that a thing now. So you're not ranking veggies. Uh, I forgot about nine. I can fix that. Oh, get back to Ohio. Yeah, apparently. So Ben got back into his <laughs> kayak and he he paddled his potato boat back to Ohio. Okay, I'm good. I'm back from Ohio again. So this is a first in New Ugly history. Yes. At New Ugly. That's right. I'm going to rank everybody. Where Ben ranks every contestant, even the ones that were cut and are still submitting songs. Because I can. Because I can. Because he is drunk on power. That's him. And potatoes. That's what I meant. But, you know, I wanted to be a little more subtle. Potato power. Oh, God. That would be... I feel like I had that superpower, actually. I eat a lot of potatoes in my life. It's not as good as the superpower of turning everything to bacon. You know, I'm going to say it, it's it's about up there, though. It's uh, not far beneath the bacon power. And it's still better than baking soda. Anyway, anyway, anyway. 
Give us the the loserest of the bunch. All right, so <laughs> we'll go from the bottom top. So I'm gonna put at the very very bottom. I actually put. He's down, gonna put the S cub. No, no. Oh. Right. I uh, for once he is not being a jackass. Okay. Uh, actually, gonna put Micah down at the very bottom. Uh, for me. Micah. I don't know. I just I love those two phrases. The first two like measures, but the rest of it I don't. We talked about it a little bit, but it just doesn't jive well for me. We talked about how he should bring up his register. We shouldn't sing that low register. I feel like the bridge was the song I wanted him to do, and everything else around it was like just not at all what it should have been. I feel like we, if we had done, the, if he made the bridge be the song, and maybe did his verses and everything else at the bridge, I'd be a lot more forgiving, a lot more into the song. But just a little messy. Not technically messy, just like you know, I don't, I don't want to push buttons here. I hate pushing buttons. Beep, boop, beep. I am the least button pusher of any All person right. on earth. Okay, Pinocchio, you're poking me in the face. Like, no, I hate pushing buttons. That is not at all true. When I see a big, big red button that says "Don't push," I walk on by because I'm like, I should, I should respect property rights. Are you kidding rights. me? You whip out your dick and you jerk off while you're pushing it with your balls. That's what you do with a big red button. So the button I'm gonna push. <laughs> Not the push button. Sometimes when you're in this contest and you listen to other people's songs, you sort of get influenced by other people. We heard this a little bit. It happened subconsciously. It's happened to George Harrison from The Beatles, where you just hear a song and you accidentally, you know, take some elements from it. And I think I think Micah took elements from two people's songs. He took elements from his own song from round one or zero. I think one. And he took elements from every Cave Dweller song I don't like. <laughs> he just, like, the, the the song seemed a little all over the place. I don't know if i go that far. I don't know if I'd say it's all over the place. It just felt sort of not together. So all over the place is like one sort of extreme that makes a different picture in my head. It just felt, yeah. it felt like it, it just wasn't together. Well, I'm not saying your opinion. I'm saying my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. Then go on. <laughs> different points of view. Yeah, my, my 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 point of view is that it kind of just it changed up a little too quick at the beginning. Didn't let things, didn't let the melody simmer in. Didn't nail the melody home. Kind of had that uh, that scale melody that just sort of got tuned out of my brain. I think he did a really good job though. He had a lot of clever stuff going on. It's just you know, not necessarily my cup of tea. All fair. Uh, up next, actually, in uh, our H spot, I actually put down Balance Lost. Similar critiques, criticisms. Again, particularly the vocals. I thought that the vocal style doesn't fit the rest of this song. I really like the like everything else around it. It just, they aren't the same, and it's kind of throwing me. So, yeah, now that you mention it, I think he has a lot in common with Micah this round in that the vocals are the weak point. Yeah, I, I think that's generally, yeah. They they definitely share a lot in common, I think, which is why they're both at the bottom for me. I bet if we look at the judges' rankings, certain judges might put these two higher because they have a different expectation from vocals. And I think our expectation from vocals is very pop, which is fine. I think pop is pop for a reason. I won't get into that. But yeah, like it, they're, they're very non-intense, non-dominant vocal lines. That might be... A very true point. I, I feel cheap saying that that's exactly what I feel. <laughs> it probably is, but I mean, so 
in Balance Lost case, we have this other like nice, pretty harmonic background of instruments and things like that. But then we have this weird vocal line that just feels like it has zero business doing with the rest of the song. Like they just don't match stylistically at all. And that that itself is what's kind of making me feel weird. Whereas in in Micah's case, like I said, our verses and things, we are, they're clashing or they're just like they don't mesh very well. But that bridge part meshed very, very well. So I don't want to necessarily say that I want them to be poppy. I just want their vocals to match their instruments, if that makes any better sense. No, that okay. doesn't make any sense to me, but that's, that's fine. That's fine. I think Balance Lost, um, I think, I don't know what it is, like whether he uses drum samples or what. He just, he has a knack for getting those drum noises right. And I really like that. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate his drum and bass work. And generally is instrumentation. And I think the song, to your point, may have been better served as more of an instrumental, but he was writing it as a song with the vocals forefront. And uh, I think sometimes when you get a song that sounds really good, has good instrumentation, you have a hard time putting the vocals to it. That's why I normally write the vocal melody first, because otherwise I'm a little lost. To me, the vocal melody... Are you balance lost? Uh, I'm funny. You're so funny. We already know. (laughs) Going to kill you from L.A. No, you know what I'm saying. Um, I I like it when people put the the vocal melody as the forefront thing. And we had a lot of songs this round that just did not. I think Balance Lost kind of lost out on that. Yeah, Yeah, I can agree with those points. Mm. So number seven on our list, I actually put down Birth and Social Scene. You are a terrorist. Yeah, it's like a, I feel like it's a controversial pick. And I am not entirely sure. We're getting to the point where it's, it's getting hard for me to justify where I'm putting people. There is a lot in the middle. I think it's, again, the vocals. They This vocal style, again, isn't necessarily matching the rest of the song for me. I think it's Ken singing. Forgive me if I am wrong. Sounds like Ken singing. I think Ken is a really good singer. The doubled vocals, again, like a lot of songs, they might be too wet, and maybe they just need to be drier. You know, maybe maybe they should be less panned. Maybe they should. Maybe one of the tracks should be panned. Maybe they should be both centered, and one of the tracks should be more prominent than the other just use the other as a little bit more of a filler reverb instead of uh, panning them in which case like uh, you know I, th- I think it needs a stronger delivery in other words yeah I think I think you're right and you mentioned a bunch of mastering production choices and values and things and I think that's what we're, that's what I'm that's what I think we're both really trying to get to is that these are a lot of stylistically like stylistic choices not necessarily like vocal quality bits remember the argument we had last episode where i said that was a factor and you said oh no it's not yeah i know i, I already admitted i was wrong at the beginning of this episode but that was a, a co- completely different topic you admitted you were wrong on anyway <laughs> i'm now wrong in this too you're wrong on everything it's okay eventually you'll be here with me you you will be picking apart the the minuscule beats and, and, you, and then and, we'll and, lose. You don't have enough in the 3K uh, frequency range. And then we'll lose all our listeners because they're like, oh, now it's just two mics talking. Oh, no one wants that. And then we'll be out of it. Well, job. we need two mics to record, so may as well be efficient. 
Yeah. Uh, we're both full of dumb puns today. All right, let's keep going in your train right. wreck of rankings. Uh, so this. And what were you doing in Ohio? So this, these next two, six and five, is kind of a toss-up. I pretty much just like flipped a coin for their particular spots. Um, All right. So it ended up being six for me is actually Glenn. Because he wanted a big burly black man to start rapping here. Pretty much, yeah. That is, it. It definitely. I really like this this whole bit. Let me tell you about the hood. It just colored my, the rest of my perceptions. I kept complaining about it, and that's what you're gonna get when you have when you yeah have when me you talk over the whole song. You can't appreciate it, Ben. You have me be. I'm an emotional response indicator. Like that's the whole point. So you're gonna get a very emotional and not necessarily very technical critique and judgment. That's what you're getting right now. Yeah, I thought you were better than that, but whatever. No, I'm not. And I assumed you didn't want me to be. So, screw you. Don't assume what I want. Assuming makes an ass of you and me. Well, I like our asses, so that's fine. Alright. Why would you put this one so low? I think it really is just my expectations going into it. And I get hung up on it. Like, I actually like this song as we're sitting here and playing it back and... I don't have any, like, really major criticism for it. I just have that emotional, like, okay. jerk. I'm going to ruin this song for everybody right now. <laughs> Yay! Stairway to Heaven. Oh, and there's a lady in there. I guess. I don't know if it's ruined it for me. I can make it work, but... I think the instrumental bit isn't ripping off Stairway at all. So maybe the chord progression is. No, but. I, I I guess what I'm saying is that the vocal melody at points feels a little derivative of Stairway to Heaven because it's a very long vocal line, very long melodic phrase. And that's kind of a hard melodic phrase to come by. Anyway, I I adore that song. I think you're an idiot. There, I I'm, said it. I'm pretty sure you've disagreed with, it with pretty much every choice I've made so far. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So the other side of the coin toss for six and five is inflatable veggies. And again, I think it's another like emotional response type deal. This sounds like it should be a Bond song, and it mostly is a Bond song, but it's not. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if he has a limitation of his equipment. I suppose it could be that. Maybe, if that's a thing. I don't know, they just... To me, like a, just like a, just a tweak of the sounds of each of the tracks would be a world difference to me. And it would be different songs. I think there's also... This is a cool chorus, though. I don't... Ah. I think I'm also sort of holding the little edges to Regina Chang from now on, forever and forever. I have to say, his choruses generally sound the same to me. Like, they, they've got the same general vibe, which is okay. Because the verse is definitely different. I think... I don't know. I think this is the best verse I've heard from him in the last few rounds. I, I like that uh, that uh, that triplet that triplet synth. Anyway, yeah. whatever. You've got bad taste. We know. I do. Moving on. Clearly. So three and four are kind of another like toss up spot. Um, so at number four, I end up sticking up Strange Love. So you're one of those. 
sure. Now we know. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by one of those. We know. Did you say so? We know. We understand now. I think, I, I think it was an interesting song and has, uh, again, sort of a beach-like feel, so it's, it's, it sort of sets me into the, like being relaxed, which is what I'm, I'm definitely into today. I think you think everything is a beach. That's not true. There's only two songs that are beachy today. Yeah, one is an elevator song and one is like uh, a wedding song. And that makes sense. I you take all. lithium at your wedding. <laughs> what? Right, Caravan? This right? breakdown. This breakdown is fantastic, by the way. Um, no, I, I think he technically did a lot of really catchy, cool stuff. The repeated phrase does nothing for me personally. Reminds me of, makes me want to shout. But I, you know, whatever. We can rehash that a million times. So in our top three, then, I have at number three, I have 73 Cube Beautiful, actually. Oh, I know what the next two are. Oh, gee, I wonder why. It's almost like you did process of elimination. Elevator man. Been a while since I heard it, but I put it high. Yeah, the, the, the drums in here just sound like an engine, you know? I love this. This vocal bit is... I don't know, it makes me... It makes me smile. Brian is amazing at making vocal lines. I love this harmony, too. Like, this weird half-robotic yeah, he, harmony. he's amazing at making harmonies. You know, he, uh... He's so good at production, too. That's his thing, in my opinion. It comes through. Very, very well. Oh, you don't say production makes a difference. This, I did not pick this because it's a great production value. Not Fine. consciously. <sighs> Fuck me. Fine. This is why we should drink less when we record, I think. But you know you are enjoying the fact that I'm just saying you're right all the time. So maybe I should drink more. Yeah. Every other. No, I mean, it's fun to be um, avenged after so many wrongdoings. <laughs> so, there's also, like, we're clearly doing a repetition bit, but it, it never, like, like stops me and goes, oh, yeah, we're repeating ourselves over again. Like, it's, it's always been, this whole thing was interesting. And it was just kind of, it was very entertaining throughout the whole thing, even though it's, like, clearly rep- repetitious. It doesn't feel repetitious. And not to sound like beep, beep, boop, boop, ner, ein, song, judge, but that's because there are different frequencies going on, different sounds going on, different things going on, and it just tweaks the part of your brain. So you can play the exact same beat with the exact same stuff for three minutes, but make it sound interesting to somebody. It's totally a brain hack, and I, I adore the song. I do. I feel like you've said that a lot at a lot of songs this week. It was really hard cutting songs this week. I mean, the bottom three broke my heart. Yeah. I'm going to go look at your rankings after this. I'm curious to see. Um, but anyway. So we're la- last two. Uh, so you do know. Because number two is going to be Marison. Yeah. Oh, I God. knew you would I, not put them ahead of I love this. Okay. So it's clearly an emotional response to Ice But this is a great song. And actually, so my rankings are pretty much like the emotional one-off thing. 
and that's how I, I ranked them this the week. But I listened to Escap again, and I started being nitpicky. And if I were being like true judgy, I'd probably would put them, and maybe put Escap even at three. Really? Only because I get to be nitpicky. With I feel like I, because he did a, a lot of acapella bits, I feel like I get more nitpicky about them when I like stop fanboying and get technical about it. I just feel like there is... You know, we'll, you we'll know, talk no. about it later. We'll talk about it later. But Marison, I just feel like this is a really entertaining song for me. I'm still dancing. Like, even as we're talking, I'm still dancing to it. To the song that I'm not so, talking about. So, okay. Count the beats. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I think you're right. I think... Yeah. You know, it's subtle too. It's like, but but that. I think it's, but, so if it had been a standard beat, I would not have been as into it. But because of that little catch at the end, it makes me want to bob my head. That might be getting me too. I. He hides it well though, which might be the whole point. Because I feel like if I'm really really thinking about it, I'll find the ten, the ten eight. But if I'm not. Like, the whole time I wasn't counting, and so it just kind of felt like a standard beat, and yeah, and it's well, tricking me into no, thinking it's a standard I mean, beat, which maybe it's the whole deal. That's the, that's the point. Yeah, I think that's the point. So, this one, I, I feel like everything really came together for me. You cannot get a non-standard beat past me. I mean, sure. How many times did you have to listen to it before you, you realized it was a non-standard beat? Oh, I knew immediately. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool, good on you. Because immediately my spidey sense goes off and it's like, <laughs> what's going on here? Oh no, we aren't in Popland anymore. Oh no, where did the pop go? Where did the pop go? I do realize I'm not dancing to like a 4-4 type deal either. But huh. that but that, that 10 beat just makes you want to like really kick it. Yeah. But I mean, the rest of it too. Like, one, two, like three, four, five, six, seven, Aaron's, eight, nine, Aaron's ten. vocal style one, fits really well. Up the, all this instrumental backing and it just like really yeah. blends really well together and just makes me feel like really relaxed and happy. Like really, yeah. really well put together. Though. I don't. I mean, when I am in, I think this. So Sam has expressed a little discontent about the whole judging of Marison on our end or on just generally general? speaking. Okay. And I think. I think it might have to do with the fact that when you are li- – like, yeah, it has a little bit to do with we're a bunch of weirdos. And it has a little bit to do with we're all recording artists except you and some of the judges. But I think it mostly has to do with the fact that we are listening to songs intently. So it's kind of like if somebody does a really elaborate dance in front of you and you're just walking to work – you're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. But if you're like, all right, number four, get on stage and do an elaborate dance, then you, then you feel less appreciative. Sure. I mean, I, I haven't seen any of Sam's criticisms or comments, so I will trust your judgment there. But, I mean, I, you, you're right. We are doing that. So that clearly would could be a factor in things. So I think that Marison is generally impressive overall. And I think the problem might be our expectations and not so much what they're doing. Could be. And that might go for all the contestants, really. I mean, I think it does. Especially because, you know, not since we're about to do number one. Like, 
Like if, if there, I think are very clearly some people who are much better singers than other people in this competition. But I, I know we try to not judge based on singer quality. I oh, I, I don't totally know if we do. Sorry. I don't know if we totally get away from it. I I try no, really hard in this I round. Mean, you like this all round can sing. You all can sing. I know you can sing. I know you have auto tune. You all have free auto tune. You can figure it out. I am not giving you any slack on that. Any of you. Anyway, Ben, continue your your meandering like a slug. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying you're right. We all have expectations for people, and we like sort of know where they are. And I feel like we do. I I like to think we do a really good job of judging each person based on all of their entries, and not necessarily compared to everyone else's entries. But that's the whole um, point of the competition. Yeah, you have to rank them based on right. I I it's a weird spot to be in. So I am mainly just trying to say yes. I am backing your point up. Yeah, that is. Oh, thank you. I am. I am like zero percent contrarian today. I got it all out last week. So (laughs) I'm. You got it all out when I played S Cub the first time. So let's play it the second time. That's right. You ranked this number one. This number one because it was an emotional response. But this Baba Ba eventually he starts to get a little sloppy. Um, and I have other nitpicky things that we can talk about. Oh, yeah. I can... But, do, do you hear the beats falling out of sync soon? Yeah. And and this this melody line he does, I feel like he's done it before. Like, I feel like he does the same kind of progression in other songs. Like, I, I can get more nitpicky the more I listen to it, but still, it, like, the first time... He has time, not done a swung blues song, but his falsetto is just definitely out of, out of beat. And I know out of beat is not a, a term, no, but I hear, I'm using it. I hear it. I know what you're talking about. So so technically, I can get nitpicky about all this thing, but emotionally, the fact that he was just like, boom, here's my acapella intro. Like, he was just like, whip it out, put it on the table, deal with it. Still, like, it chills me, man. It, it chilled me. It's like my reaction to a lot of Wendy's songs. Like, Wendy, I always feel like, chills me because she's like, oh, yeah, she just, like, went for it. And here's my acapella entry and, and Asuka did that. So I'm going to say he did this for me and it worked. So he's at first. I mean, it worked for me too. But it was, I mean, it's brave. It's hard. Like, this is a really difficult thing to do. And yeah, you get I, time I to record the it. And, fill, and then. Uh, that, it's a great, like, transition too. It was just. I think. This right I think here he had, is where I start to like. I'm like, oh, now it's just an Escape song. No, but. no. At that point, I think it is the exact appropriate length. I think. I think it ends exactly appropriately, correctly. Yes, the acapella could have been a little tighter, and he did get panned for that a little bit on the board, actually. <laughs> sure. Some people were like, hmm, your, your acapella percussion is a little weak. It's loud, really. But my emotional response goes from the very beginning to his drum transition bit, and then after that, I'm like, okay, now we're in like normal S-Cub land, and I'll judge S-Cub normally, but like... That first, like, minute or whatever it was just, like, melts me. That repetition is what tied it all together. Mm -hmm. And it's that repetition (laughs) that I felt was a little off. But maybe it was – I don't know, S-Cub. Are you playing mind game? Are you playing jujitsu mind games? Are you playing 4D chess on my brain? Are you trying to purposefully have it off by a smidge just to get me to pay attention so that I think that it is, like, the best thing out of the song? I don't know. You could – or you could not. I don't know. We'll never know. We will never. We will never know. Just like we'll never know how many dogs, cats, and children were in that one song that he had. I don't know. We'll never know. 
We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. It is indeterminable, just like the amount of years in the universe. Uncountable The amount infinity. of matter in the universe. The amount of uh, pieces of grass in my yard. I don't know. Uh, yep. There you go. So, anyway, that is nine through one with uh, Inflatable Veggies. So, Aman, Raman, Aman. so, Ben, I think your rankings are awful. I know you do. That's not – I don't care what you think. That's not the point. But, yeah. Okay. I Okay. So here's what I did. I listened to all the songs at least four or five times. I am a serious effing judge. Well, good because someone whose vote counts, that's what you should be. I listened, I listened more times than I cared to. Uh, not true because the grammar of that sentence doesn't make sense. The grammar of your face doesn't make sense. Go back to Ohio and eat some more potatoes. But I hate Ohio. Anyway. So I listen to these songs a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. So much, in fact, I was one of the later judges to chime in. And what I did is the songs that I found stuck in my head ranked to the top. And I don't mean to be a contrarian. I don't mean to be some weirdo. I don't even mean to be... Uh, unique. But I want to say one thing. It's that Glenn's vocals chilled me to the bone. I felt like he meant them more than any other contestant. You mean his vocals or his lyrics? The words he was singing with with the way he was singing. Oh, okay. He was both. He just sounds like it almost makes me want to cry. I mean, I I feel the emotion. I don't know if I go that far, but like I could I could almost cry right now. And that guitar that came in the left. There. I think you love it for all the reasons that I get hung up on it. Like, I feel like the, I feel like the his synth bit here is what like really is making that for you. No, I like, I, I, like I, I was turned off by the synth too. Oh, okay. I like, I mean, I like but that, I like but. the fact that he stripped everything away and he did the vocals, and then he had the sparse guitar. It just really, it really spoke to me. I don't know if the lyrics speak to me. I think they're probably some hippie stuff. I don't know. But in in terms of like emotion, that's how I rank the songs. So yeah, Glenn, I ranked Glenn number one. I will admit it. S-Cub, yeah, he was good too. I really liked both of those songs. Really liked a lot of the songs. But at the end of the day, the ones that were stuck in my head and then on top of that, really had an emotional impact were the ones that I ranked higher. I'm really I, – I feel like I, I wish I had your, like, your list next to my list because I feel like we both are trying to do emotional impact things here. But I bet they're completely different. I can, I can actually get you that. I mean our bottoms are roughly the same. Yeah, I think you were so distracted by the shiny things that you didn't appreciate the raw emotion that I saw in Glenn's song. Yeah, that's probably true. I can see that. I mean, I mean, I'm supposed to be like you only give me one listen. Of course, I'm attracted to Shiny. Yeah, yeah. that's my hook. I mean, that's my appeal. The, I, the Monday these were out, I put them in my earbuds. I drove to work with my earbuds in. 
So I didn't I didn't like hear any dangerous. fire trucks or anything. <laughs> but they were there. This is the sacrifice I give to be a judge. And at first I I was like, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> but uh, you know, for the people who did one one or two listens, yeah, Scub is is clearly the best. I think on further listens, I think Glenn Glenn pulls it in. And I don't feel ashamed. You can be angry at me. I'm not. I mean, no, go be. ahead. Go I'll, ahead. Be angry at me. I don't know why I would be. Just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I need to be angry with you. So. Oh. I know, right? Again, this is not last week, essentially, is what, what our podcast is this week. It's a new Ben. You're back from Ohio. Uh, yeah, that was Ohio Ben last week. So next week, next week, there will be three fewer bands. Mm-hmm. As goes. No immunities. Three people are getting cut, and there will be five artists yeah. left. And maybe a couple of the Romneys. Yeah, a couple of the Romneys. Submit your Romneys, people. We like them. Round six. Title. Excuse me. Okay. Challenge. A lipogram. Your lyrics may not contain any letter A. Huh. That's going to be a good episode for us. Just like the sentence episode was a good episode for us because we got to be nitpicky about crap. Strange Love had a good lyric already that he posted on the board that was go fuck yourself. That is a legitimate lyric. Yeah. Now, instead of – and there's still a chance to say that we have to go screw ourselves. Now, instead of saying, Mike and Ben, go fuck yourself, you say, New Ugly, go fuck yourself. still works. Yeah. So someone should do it. They won't, but they should do it. And whoever submits an anime theme song wins. Check us out at podcast.songliner.com. Subscribe or add a review at iTunes. Check out the songs at neurine.songliner.com. And we'll see you next time. We song, song love, love you, you long time. Long time. Damn it. And don't forget Twitter. Burgers. This is the new ugly. This is the new ugly. This is the new ugly.